And here we go. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Behind Relationship Goals by Megan and Mikael. With by whatever works for them. <laughs> and Megan reminded me that we had to remind all of you that the name of our podcast is Behind Relationship Goals. Bakakala nila Bones Fofo podcast yung pangalan. Oh, oh, and pinaghirapan niya ni Megan. So, respect to that because we are on episode number, I'm six lost. Six already. See, episode number six and we're doing great. Okay, so thank you to all the listeners and the YouTube viewers out there. I know, we've been having a lot of YouTube viewers recently. So, thanks guys for watching. Yeah, and at the same time, I think Megan wants to remind all of you again about the hashtags as well. Hashtag behind relationship goals. Hashtag Bones Fofo podcast. Okay, game. So we have a very interesting episode. So it's still relationship connected, mm-hmm. but we're going to dive into some of the things that Megan and I have learned to love during our eight-year relationship. So Bones, what's the topic for this episode? Our learn to love episode. <laughs> our learn to love topic is traveling. Yes. And learn to love because we didn't initially. Oh no! Wait! Wait! Oh! Whoa! 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 Wag mo ako isama sa I loved traveling, even before I met you. Although I did not travel a lot, I loved it. You, however, hmm, that's I your was, own story. I was kind of like, hmm. no, I was scared to travel. I was scared to travel. I was the type of person that just wanted to stay at home, wanted to stay in where I was comfortable. I didn't like the unknown. You know me. I'm a scaredy cat. So Okay, so basically uh, before meeting one another, before we got together, um, our outlook on travel was very different. For me, um, travel was very... I was very open to it. I was very open to the concept simply because my dad and my mom traveled a lot. And you guys and traveled a lot as a family. Not, we traveled a lot domestically. Yeah. So we were at that time around eight kids, because now we're nine kids. But at that time, lugging around eight kids na makukulit and halos the same age was very expensive. So my dad and mom had this saying, all for one, one for all, mm-hmm. when it comes to traveling. So obviously, going out of the country was just out of the question. They had to put us through school and everything. Yeah. It was just insanely expensive. Um, but we did go on a lot of domestic trips. So we would go to Baguio a lot, Batangas. Um, I remember one time my parents saved up and we rode the super ferry to Boracay. Oh, so 1999. Naman. And that was amazingly fun for me. And my dad was an adventure guy. And yeah. my mom was also very adventurous and active. So we would go on a lot of hikes. So I remember in Baguio, in Camp John Hay, there's a place, there was a hiking trail called the White Trail. Okay. And it was like a 30-minute long trail, and we were always excited. Oh, there was like one time that we did it for four years straight. So the concept of traveling, I was very excited about. Mm -hmm. Especially that, you know, after I graduated, I was going to make my own money. I was going to have my own chance to travel out of the country. And do your own kind of trips. Yeah. How about you? What did you you think about travel? I actually don't think I've asked you this. No. So growing up, we did travel, but we only traveled to visit family. Like if we had to visit our grandparents for Thanksgiving, like my parents would take a drive, like a 12-hour drive to get from Virginia to Mississippi 
or probably even more. But it felt so long. And then our concept of traveling was to visit family and we would just stay in their house. We wouldn't really go out to eat because we just Ew. make home dinners. Wow, so shalmukas. Boring. But that was that was how we grew up. And even when we were living in the States and we came to the Philippines for vacation, it was really just staying at relatives' houses. And then I think the only kind of vacation, quote unquote, that we got was when we went to Baguio because we got to do sightseeing. And we went also went to Boracay in 1998 when nice. there was nothing. So that was a real big treat for us because that's the only time we ever e- that's the only time we ever experienced a vacation. And that's all I had growing up. Like we didn't really travel much. Like my parents were just like, oh, it's too expensive. Let's just stay at home. <laughs> yeah, your dad was old na kasi. Uh, <laughs> boring siya. Joke <laughs> No, uh, so that was us prior to meeting one another and then eventually we we met and a few months into our relationship, we were headed to our first out of the country, bonga agad, out of the country trip. <laughs> so, okay, yung kwento kasi dito, for our first out-of-the-country trip was that when we planned this, we weren't even together. We weren't even boyfriend and girlfriend. And then, But you knew what was happening. Come I knew on. that there could be a possibility that if we book this trip, that by the time we go on this trip, Mikael might be my boyfriend. Or we were much closer. Boyfriend, the God. I oh, didn't think that. Oh, wow. And take it slow, right? Oh, yeah. Uso sa'yo yung one-year pandilikaw. <laughs> okay, so there might be a possibility that, you know, mas close na kami, ganyan. And how did this trip come into place? Somebody just said, hey, there's a promo, right? Yeah, there was a, there was a, there was a seat sale and we just booked it. We I remember we it. got it for like 3500 for a round-trip ticket to Hong Kong. Yeah, so I was excited. Of course, uh, I was going to be with Megan. I was going to be with a pretty girl. Oh, I was going to be able to make her lende. May the moves, the moves, opportunities done. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what is lende for the people that can't understand Tagalog? Flirt. Ah, okay. I would be able to flirt with her. <laughs> no, but that would be so much fun. It was a very exciting um, thought for me you know, to be with uh, someone I liked abroad. Mm-hmm. That had never happened to me. The girls I usually like were just like in school, classmates. Batchmate, yun lang. And so, now this is like a whole different thing. Oh, kung abroad, parang wow. Iba to, next level na to. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I felt about it. How did you feel about the trip? Were you scared or were you overcome with excitement? Because you were going to be with me. Wow. <laughs> Assuming. <laughs> no, I, I had never traveled with somebody that I liked also so I thought that was gonna be fun but then at the back of my head I was thinking where is he gonna stay because where <laughs> with where with where with another couple and then it's me and my other our other two friends but then where would he stay would he get his own room would he sleep on the couch so, so that's what you thought. I w- yeah, I was like, is he going to stay in our room? Because that's kind of weird if we're like not together. And then how would our other friends feel? So I, I actually asked you, so when, when we do go on this Hong Kong trip, where are you going to stay? And we weren't, we weren't together at this What time. did I say? You're like, oh, I'm just going to sleep in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. If he wants to sleep in the bathtub, he will sleep in the bathtub. I let them my... Halatang may plano na ako eh. No? 
Loko lang, joke lang. Pero, yeah. What an answer. What am I saying? What was I thinking that time? But anyway, um, flash forward to the actual trip already. So, we were preparing for the... Um, sorry. It was the day of the trip. Um, we were packing mm-hmm. and getting ready. And uh, what happened? Do you remember what happened? I remembered asking you what you were going to bring. And you're just like, oh, I'm just going to bring like this luggage. And you threw in a bunch of your clothes. Yeah. And so I showed Megan that I probably had a backpack and one small piece of luggage because we were going to be in Hong Kong for five days, right? Five days, yes. For five days. And then I told Megan, hey, what about your stuff? I look in her room and she had like three maletas. No, but you had your check-in. I mean, your hand carry. So I had two big luggages and then I had a hand carry and a backpack. <laughs> Parang OFW siya. Parang magtatrabaho na siya sa Hong Kong sa dami ng dinala niya. Intense. Like, I was shocked. I was so shocked. And I was like, whoa, wait, 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 wait. And even though I had just met her, I think this was the first time that alarm bells really started ringing in my head. That I was like, oh my God. Was this a deal breaker? What? Not naman a deal breaker, but I was in shock. Because I was like, what does she think is going to happen when you go to Hong Kong? I don't know my fashion show every day. <laughs> well, okay, I did think about that, like being fashion for traveling. Because I had never traveled with friends. So I was like, we're going to take lots of pictures. I got to look good, honey. I yeah, but good. there's a big difference between having a fas- enough clothes to do a fashion show and being fashion. Pwede naman five sets of clothes. Tapos na. Of course, at that time, I didn't know that. And I wasn't, well, I was... I'm still pretty basic, but <laughs> but at that time I was thinking, okay, like what if I get sweaty when I walk? I gotta bring another T-shirt. Malamig te, January. Yeah, pero papawisan pa rin naman habang naglalakan. ka pa rin kahit malamig. But anyway, uh, we digress. <laughs> Basically, what happened there was I told Megan, open up all your suitcases. You are not gonna bring three pieces of luggage because at the end of the day, bago pa kami. Siyempre, yung lalaki, yung magiging gentleman. Ako yung kakarga ng mga la- bagahe mo eh. And I did tell you that I was gonna shop during that trip. Diba? So I was like, oh my God, no, this is not gonna happen. I'm not gonna carry three pieces of luggage plus my own. As in, I had I had foreseen it already. Nakita ko na eh. I was like, mahihirapan ako dito. Wag na. So I helped her out and she was a willing listener at that time, to be honest with you. So time. we were able to cut it down to, I think, one baggage. Yeah, one bag. I brought one bag and then I emptied out half of it. So I only brought half the clothes that I initially was bringing in that luggage. I would say maybe even less than half. But anyway, yeah, uh, that was our first trip to Hong Kong. Uh, eventually, we went on the trip and a lot of things happened. Are we going to discuss what happened we, on we the should. trip? We okay, should. Okay, game. Okay, so this is the time when... But yeah, sorry, before you get to that one... Um, Problem number one of traveling together was solved. That was our first major hurdle. Uh, overpacking. Megan was an overpacker. I would say I'm an underpacker, but I think that's a bit better than the Overpacking, yeah. yeah. Okay, so going back to my story, this is a time, this was 2011, and this was the time that hindi pa uso yung only data. Right? Right. Data roaming, only data roaming. Only data roaming, yes. Yeah. So there was roaming, but it was expensive. Super. So we're just like, oh gosh, how are we going to communicate with each other? Let's just buy a local SIM card. Um, and at that time, wala akong smartphone, FYI. Yeah, you didn't have a smartphone. You just had the, yung parang 
I had Thir- yung may cor- 32, yung 10, parang low-end Blackberry, pero hindi Blackberry, yung parang Samsung yata. Blueberry, ano yung fake mo yung phone mo? <laughs> so, we got to Hong Kong and we go to buy, I don't know, food or we went to withdraw money and our friends went to buy food and by the time we were done, we couldn't find our friends. Yeah, this was in the airport, so as soon as we landed, we couldn't find them and decided, okay, we might as well just go ahead to the hotel, which is like an hour away. So that's exactly what we did. Megan and I, syempre, kinikilig pa kami sa isa't isa. We were traveling together. We were in a new country, malamig, nakajakit kaming dalawa. So we said, okay, tara, let's go. Para tong amazing race tayong dalawa, tapos everyone else. So we landed, we ended, finally ended up in the hotel. And yeah. our friends arrived like two hours later. Yeah, and they were like, what the fudge? Where did you go? And we're just like, ah. sobrang galit sila because yeah. apparently the reason why they arrived two hours later was because they spent two hours looking for us in the airport. <laughs> so, kami, syempre, tuwang-tuwa kami. Hindi na namin naisip yun kasi we couldn't get in touch with them. Yeah, we so. tried calling them to be fair and we did look around but to their defense, we only looked around once and we didn't even try to look for them. Yes, so we were quite the inconsiderate couple, I must say. Friends, yes. I am very sorry. We're sorry. We admit our mistake now after all these years. <laughs> yeah, so what other lessons did we learn on this first trip? I think that pretty much covers it with the friends, yeah. our friend trip. Oh, wait, where did you end up sleeping on this trip? Not in the bathtub, definitely. Where did I end up sleeping? Uh, you slept in the same room as me and my friends. Apatayo. Like, it was me, you, Adrian, and Roxy in one room. Oh, really? Yeah, we all shared the room. Nice. Success. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, after having a group trip with friends, of course, we went on our first solo trip together. Yeah, um, I think our first solo trip was around 2012. This was to Shanghai because my best friend was studying there. So he was there for around a couple of months and he had a place. And we decided, hey, let's visit him and I'll go with Megan. And how was this trip for us? I think this trip was um, very smooth because from what I remember, there were absolutely zero hiccups yeah, it going was into a pretty. It was a pretty fun trip. I mean, I we were right smack in the middle of our honeymoon stage, and uh, it was a lot of eating. Oh gosh, a lot of memorable food places. So, so this is in Shanghai, China. The first and most memorable food place that I can think of is the one in Park Hyatt at the one hundred and tenth or one hundred fifth floor. At the one hundred tenth or one hundred fifth floor, we had the best. Up to this date, the best chow lung bao. Oh my goodness. I have ever had the chance to try. It was so, like, it was packed with flavor and it wasn't too hot and it was just so good. It was just amazingly good. good. It was just amazingly good. So, yeah. So, those were our first few trips. And I guess over the course of seven years, we've been to what? How many countries? I don't know. More than 10. We should count. Definitely more than 10. It's more than 10. And there you go. That was uh, the first two trips that Megan, I, Megan and I had together. 
And over the, like I said, over time, we've learned a lot of different things, tips, tricks, travel hacks. And a reason why I was so excited for this episode is because this is my chance to finally share some of the things that we use and that we've learned. So start it off, Bones. Yeah, a lot of people do. (laughs) (laughs) Take two. You can do it, Bones. You're going to include that in the edit. Oh, gosh. A lot of people... (laughs) A lot of people do ask us how we travel. Yeah. And this is something that we, of course, want to share with you guys. And these are our tips and tricks on how to travel. How do we plan a trip? That's the most important thing. How do we plan a trip? So, like, what's the first one? How do we decide where to go? We have to decide where to go. That's number one. Um, For me, deciding where to go... I think that would be the easiest part. Sometimes it is, depending on what visas we have. Ah, yes. Okay, so let me set the stage a little bit here. If visas were not an issue, money was not an issue, time, you had no restrictions, deciding where to go is not difficult because I would go to the most exciting place that I have not been to. Mm -hmm. So if you ask me where to go right now, Right now. Actually, you first because I have something already. Where do you want to go right now? No restrictions. Korea. Why is that not exciting? Yeah, no, it's exciting. It's exciting. It is. Gosh, so judgmental about (laughs) what I want to, where I want to go. No, no, no. Because I was like thinking of something more adventurous. That's why. Ah, So that's my default. So if you ask me where to go right now, the first place I thought of was Mongolia. Okay. The second place I thought of was Antarctica. Oh, gosh. But my God, that would be so much fun. Like, these are places that you don't get to go to all the time. That in one person's lifetime, not everybody gets a chance to go there. So if I had the chance, I would take it in a heartbeat. Mikael's dream honeymoon destination is Antarctica. Yeah. So. Be happy with the penguins there. (laughs) So yeah, uh, basically deciding where to go if there were no restrictions. You pick the most exciting one off the top of your head and don't look back. Because if you're going to get caught up in the decision-making process, I mean, that's going to kill your motivation and excitement. Like, you're so excited, and the next thing you know, you're spending two hours on Google Maps or a globe and trying to look of where, where you want to go. Okay, I think the easiest thing would be to write down a list of the places that they want to go to. See what your time restriction is, and see what visas that you have or can get if you're crunch on time. Yes. Okay. And I like the point that you mentioned there, time. Mm -hmm. How do we decide how long to stay in a country? Okay. So when when we go to a country, we don't want to stay there till we get sick of it. Yeah. Because in contrast, before we get to how long we stay, for most Filipinos, I would say, or I guess the average traveler, when they talk about a vacation out of the country, they're talking about two weeks three weeks a month a month so i have uh some titos and titas they say okay vacation kami sa united states and then they'll say we'll stay there for one month and i'm like what i know that's like that's long yeah because okay drum roll for me can i speak for you as well yes of course for me and megan i think the optimal time to stay in a country regardless of how far it is yeah I would say is like five or six days. Yeah. And Same. Six days max. You're pushing it. You're pushing it. 
Okay, and that's so surprising to everyone because they're like, wow, bitin, that's not enough. You won't be able to see everything. And that's kind of the point. We are, we're not there to see everything. We're there to experience it, you know. Like and enjoy thing, what and we enjoy can. And enjoy what we can. Because if you try to put everything into your itinerary, you're going to get tired and you're not going to enjoy as much. If you're going to try to do three, you know, places to go sightseeing in one day, you're going to get so tired. And not only are you going to get so tired, you are going to make a lot of enemies. Okay, imagine a family of eight. Okay, two want to go to one spot, three want to go to two spots, and then the uh, the rest want to go to all the spots. You guys are going to end up fighting. And then, of course, you all want to stay together and Mm -hmm. everything. Oh, my God, that's like a disaster. World War III in the making. So for me, when it comes to traveling and budgeting your time, know that you're kayo. Yeah. And that's okay because it will motivate you to work harder so that you, you can earn enough money and earn enough time Yes. to go back there and enjoy another side of that country. Let's say that we've decided on where we want to go. That's the number one. Number two is let's decide if it's possible to go right now. Uh, possible meaning budget-wise. Budget-wise, time-wise. Okay. Um, if it comes to flight prices, if we're talking mm-hmm. about flight uh, prices... My tip there is that, of course, the seat sales in the Philippines are crazy. Yeah. There are seat sales almost every weekend nowadays, so you have to make the most out of that. But let's say you suddenly have a week of free time. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to check the prices. For me, from my experience... Oh, wow. This has been... It's been crazy. Like, we've checked last minute, and we've gotten tickets to the U.S. like three hours before the flight, and we got them at like $600 to New York. Basically, the best prices I've had for most of my long-haul flights have been last-minute trips. Recently, I also went to my sister Mm -hmm. in Brussels. It was a Manila to Brussels round-trip flight, and I got it for $800, which is just $40 above the seat sale price. Yes. And I booked it on the same day. So it is worth it. It was worth it. You just have to be ready for a last-minute trip, and which is another and skill. And if you altogether. have the luxury of time to travel at the last minute also. Yeah. So what are your other tips for people who want to travel, especially as a couple? What do you think? As a couple, I think you both need to know what you want to do and know what you want to do together. Because a lot of the times, we'll do coffee together but then sometimes Mikael wants to go to his computer appliances and stuff. And I don't want to do that. Like I want to do window shopping or I want to just walk around or just like sit somewhere and play games. We'll, we'll go separate ways. Yeah, I like that point. I don't think uh, couples or groups or families or friends should pressure themselves into staying together the whole time, yeah. every single second of the trip. For me, actually, that hindi kayo magkasama actually. I think that in a day, the way I do it with my family, we're like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Um, when we travel, I just tell them, okay, we'll have breakfast together and then you can go your separate ways. We'll all meet together for dinner at this restaurant. Yes, yes. So that every, everybody can do what they want to do throughout the day and then we just meet up at the designated spot. And yeah, it makes it more memorable. It makes the breakfasts and the dinners more memorable because those were the times, the few times that you spent with your family together. Mm -hmm. 
I like that. I like that. I like that you can do your own thing because if you're pressured into just staying with a group, not everybody's going to enjoy that. And yeah. some people are going to be like, oh, gosh, why am I here? I'm like, I want to do my own thing. So yeah. it gives people freedom. Everyone needs their own individual time. And then kung natatakot naman sila, eh, then it's a good time for them to get to know themselves and learn how to travel on your own. Guys, girls, don't be scared to travel on your own. It is completely fine. This this actually happened when we were in Japan. Um, Mikael was going around the computer shops and he wanted to buy like his his graphic cards and like stuff for like his his mining and yes, all that. Yes, and then si Megan, si Bones, nagdadabog na. Halatang halata, nakita-kita mo na sa mukha I was like a robot. Like I was just like, mm, what are we doing here so and i was still very excited to go around the whole that that whole place so i turned around i looked at her and i said go home because <laughs> i wanted to go home so bad so i was like really you're not gonna be mad if i'm not with you and and then in my head i was like well don't be mad that i'm sending you home <laughs> so what happened was i just went home i took the train and i went home to just like rest my feet and just chill out and play some of the games that i wanted to try out oh advantage pa ako kasi hinatid niya lang sa bahay dun sa yeah, condo yeah i brought all the stuff with me <laughs> so it was fun and it was good and i think this is a very important tip this uh finding the a good balance between staying together mm-hmm. and going out and exploring on your own yeah so I like that tip. I hope you guys I hope you guys listen to that. It's not as easy to implement, but believe me, it makes the whole trip so much more worth it. It's not easy because there are some people that think that their ideal of traveling is everybody's together. Yeah. That's why. Don't impose don't impose your expectations on other people. I don't think you should do that because yeah. some people say no. We go to like Paris. You have to see this. You have to see that. But to be honest with you, not a lot. Everyone wants, wants to, see, to see those things. A good example would be um, the Louvre. Oh my God! Here, sacrilege for most people. I didn't really care much for the Louvre. Sorry. I mean, it's I know not his thing. It's yeah. really not Miguel's thing. And to thing. be honest with you, most of my friends, they're like. Wow, turn off, Mick. You don't want to go to the Louvre. But the thing is, it's my personal preference. And it's not you know, his personality to go to museums anywhere. Yeah, and then I say, gusto ko mag food trip dun sa mga sa kalye. Gusto ko tikman yeah. yung mga pastries dun sa kalye. And they're like, why? Why would you do that? Oh, yun yung trip ko. Wag mo pasagin yung trip yeah, ko. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like going to museums. So, like, what Mikael and I do is. I'll go around. Like, he'll let me go around the museum and then he'll just be, like, somewhere else eating. And then we'll just meet up. So, <laughs> that that's what we do. And at least we both get to enjoy. And then we meet up for, like, coffee afterwards. I like that. I like that tip. Okay. Another tip. Another tip. Um, what are the essentials? Essentials when we travel? When we travel. Like, in terms of packing. Oh. We've okay. learned a lot. So, Megan is an extremely good packer now. Um, between the two of us, she's better than me already. Yay. Okay, I'm still finally some redemption. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, my goodness! I still pack less, but that doesn't mean I pack well. Yeah, I can I can go on a trip right now and I'd probably forget half my stuff. But konti lang ko at least. <laughs> yeah. So the main point of packing is you pack efficiently. Make sure you pack everything that you need, not over, but d- make sure you don't pack less. Na you have to buy it. Yeah. If you already have it, might as well bring it because we don't want any extra expenses. So, what are the Yeah, so Megan basically packs the minimum necessities mm-hmm. required to travel 
in the smallest amount of space, she has those two boxes checked. Me, I only have small amount of space checked. I don't usually get all my necessities inside my luggage. Basically, I pack all the clothes and essentials for Mikael and I when we travel. So and what, are, what are your essentials? Wait, I'm curious. So I pack all the essentials and all the clothes for you and I, and you pack all the tech stuff. Everything in terms of tech, like the laptops, the chargers, the camera, everything that we'll need in terms of for vlogging, you okay. pack all of that. So essentials for when we travel, the ones that I pack, mm -hmm. are first, I see how many days we're going to travel. Let's okay. say we travel for five, five days. days. So the first thing I pack are the bottoms, jeans or pambaba. So if we're there for five days, I'll pack two pairs of bottoms for the both of us. I pack my own clothes, yo. Well, I try to narrow yeah, it okay, down go. also. But these are the basics. So two pairs of pants and then I'll pack a shirt or a blouse for every day that we're there. So five blouses. And then I'll pack two workout clothes because we can always wash. And sometimes we forget to work out anyways. So why bother? <laughs> and that's basically all the clothes that we need to bring and undergarments. Yeah, well... That's Megan's philosophy that she likes imposing on me. But to be honest with you, I do have my own philosophy. Um, when I travel, it doesn't matter how long it's going to be. I can bring one pair of jeans, three uh, three pairs of underwear, and I'm good. Okay, And one shirt and one jacket. That's it. That's all I need to put in my bag. After that, I need my passport, my wallet, and my camera. I'm good. Well, I'll make sure to bring you an extra toothbrush then because you're going to need to brush your mouth. See, I forgot my toiletries already. <laughs> <laughs> See, these but are I'm the things that I pack for him. <laughs> but I'm not kidding. You give me one set of clothes and my tech, I'm good. And my passport and wallet. Yung wallet ko, I don't even need cash. I just need my credit card and ATM. Okay, so this is where Mikael underpacks because I don't want us to have to go out to shop. So that's why I make sure I have everything for the day already packed. Yeah, she helps me spend less when I travel, yeah. in fairness. Yeah. Kailangan, we have to be karipot. Okay, okay. So I like that. I like that. So we got our bare, uh, our travel essentials out of the way. How about how we do our hotel bookings and research on what we're going to do? I think this is a very interesting point for us, how we okay. do it. So for Mick, and I, for Mick and I, we like to save as much as we can. So number one, we're going to see if we have any friends or family in the place that we're going to. And if we do, we're going to ask them if it's okay that we can stay there. Because that does save us a, a ton lot. of money. Oh my goodness. You don't know how much money we've been able to spend save on I've these probably trips. I've probably saved over 50 nights worth of lodging yeah just staying with friends and family yeah but at the same time I think it's very uh, um, I think it's noteworthy to say that always have a gift for them a yeah. sizable gift yes Okay, like Something that you know that they're gonna use. What will begin on Hershey's kisses long after like staying in their place for ten nights, dude? Mm -hmm. Give them something that they'll really like and appreciate. Like uh, I had this one cousin who let me stay in his apartment for let us stay. Us stay in his apartment for what m over a week? Yeah. And we decided to get him a really expensive coffee set, which we knew he would want. He wanted. He just didn't have enough uh, extra cash to go out and get it. Yeah, we didn't spend as much as we would on lodging but we were able to spend something for somebody that saved us 
help save us a help lot save of us money. a lot of money so if you don't have anybody that you can stay with another tip is to look for airbnbs in the area that's near public transportation if they're near a train if they're near a bus station or if they're easily connected to like a grocery store that really helps out i think um, for japan i always look if the Airbnb is like one minute walk from the train station or 30 second walk from the train station because it's so helpful to be so close to these traveling points. Yeah, and you're just more motivated to move around. I mean, what if you were like a 10 minute walk from the train station? You might end up just staying in your Airbnb most of the trip. Yeah. So that kind of planning really does help, I noticed, just thinking about it right now. Um, Another thing is where to go the best piece of advice I can give anyone is look at blogs, personal blogs. They help so much. And Google Translate really helps. Because, example, back to Japan, we found some of the best restaurants in Japanese vlogs. And, you know, maybe 10 years ago, it would have been impossible to find them because you wouldn't understand. The The blogs are written in Japanese characters. Yeah. So Google Translate helps us. And these are blogs of... I guess bloggers that have been new ones, some are just a year old, Mm -hmm. two years old. Most of them are really just amateurs, just sharing what their experience has been. And in a way, when you do that, you kind of get in touch with what the locals are into. Yeah. And that's usually one of the more unique. I can't say the most authentic, but it's definitely such a unique experience. It's not like the suggestions on TripAdvisor or... I mean, those are so generic. CNN, all the news sites, they all, they're all they usually promote tourist traps simply because they're on those of course. Uh, extremely popular news channels. Yeah. So, yeah, blogs would be the best one for me, I'd say. When Mikael and I travel, we always have coffee in mind because that's what we love and that's what we love doing. We love drinking coffee. So whenever we go to a new country, the first thing that we search for is specialty coffee in the city that we're in. And from there, we're able to find restaurants, we're able to find gyms nearby because we like working out. And it just opens up doors for a lot of other places to go to. So if you like coffee, search for that. If you like going sightseeing, go for that. But know what you want before you go. Yeah, and another thing with the coffee thing is Usually in the specialty coffee shops, uh, the baristas know more about the local scene in terms of food and drinks. So we end up uh, talking to the baristas, getting to know them, and asking them for their own personal recommendations, yeah. which are still way better than what you would see on the internet oh, yeah. on the major news sites. We have a couple of questions from people out there that want to know more about traveling. And... They want to know who pays for our trips. <laughs> um, let's see. Who are, we, are we doing the thing where... I'm sure people think now because you're the guy, you pay for all the trips. Oh, hell no. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. Medyo natulala ako dun because uh, over time, the way we pay for trips has changed a lot. A lot. But now that Megan mentioned that during the first few years... No way, dude. The guy does not have to be pressured yeah. to pay for the trip. Never, please, ever. please. Like you can make you can make the girl libre like a dinner, a dinner. coffee. Yeah, 
Diba? Hold her hand. But do not pay for the trip. That is not worth Do not worth feel it. pressured. You are asking for a lot of trouble if you do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of resentment can come from a guy or a girl paying for their significant other's travels because these are big expenses. Yes. And when you pay for that, I imagine my expectation yung guy mm-hmm. or the girl. Yeah. Like it has to go this way. And you don't want that. You don't want the balance of power to shift. You want it to be equal. And the yes. best way to make that equal is that you pay for your own trip. Exactly. And that's what Mikaela and I do up until now. Yeah, In up until now. Yes. Although now we're a bit more flexible with it because we've been together for eight years. And I mean, there's no real power struggle between yeah. Megan and I anymore. We're, we kind of like, we travel as one entity already. Yeah, so sometimes it'll be like, Mika, I will pay for the flights and I'll pay for the hotel. Yeah, and kwenta kwenta masyado. Which so, we'll talk about in the next episode. Don't worry. We'll talk about money next. Yeah, we'll get into the detail one of these days. But yeah, it's a, um, it, it was an evolution for Megan and I. Yeah, when how we, f- we de- How we dealt with the money problems of traveling. When we first started dating, though, we definitely paid for our own trips like for the flights we paid on our own for the hotel we paid on our own but like you said when we would go out like you would make me libre coffee or i would pay for dinner one time yeah one one last tip i have on this regard is ever since i started traveling i whenever i would get my paycheck from gma a certain percentage would go to savings a certain percentage would go to bills and to um, just uh, my own disposable income. And then another percentage would go to a travel fund. Yeah. And that has helped me so much. So it has helped me travel last minute guilt-free. Because mm-hmm. if you travel last minute and you dip into your savings, that's going to hurt a lot. Oh, yeah. You want to have that extra money so that you can enjoy your trip. Yeah. So that's one, trip for the, oh, that's one tip for those who want to travel a lot. Create a travel fund that you put money into every month regularly. No fail. As in parang savings talaga siya. If you're that adamant about traveling, I highly suggest that's something you do. Another one is, somebody was wondering, how do you deal with fighting while you're traveling? Can you still enjoy the trip? Um, yeah, we had one fight, didn't we? We had one big fight when we were on the way to the Maldives <laughs> and I don't remember what we fought about but we were definitely it was a big fight and let's give people backstory on how we are when we fight or when we're having an argument okay go start so one of well it's usually my fault <laughs> and Mikael will get upset and the problem that I used to have that I'm working on is that I don't address it right away. Like I don't address Mikael's feelings on how he felt towards what I did. To elaborate on what she's saying is that I call Megan out on what she's doing. And at first I'm very gentle and I say, Hey, uh, I don't think you should do this. I think you should work on this or that or not uh, do this one again. What do you think? And silence guys. It's like deadly silence. Like, wala man ng acknowledgement. Yeah, and at this point, sometimes I'm not even fighting or arguing with her. I'm trying to just, you know, uh, give her feedback. Constructive criticism, maybe. (laughs) And it's still deadly silence. And it's that, this happens with a lot of relationships, I think. That deadly silence turns into anger. 
I know. And at this at this time, you were intensity. Like, <laughs> at this time, he was like, "Well, why isn't she even acknowledging what I'm saying? Does is it not important to her? Is it not? Is she not like alarmed by what I'm telling her?" And I think that's when you got really upset at me and we both went into a silent treatment with each other. To be fair, my silent treatment was me blacking out in my head, just going over what I was doing wrong and not even thinking about Mikael. I was just like trying to recount everything in my head, which resulted into me going dead silent. Yeah, I don't even remember what we were fighting about specifically. I don't remember either, but you got pretty upset and went super silent with me. And I was trying to push everything under the rug. And you're like, so you, are you going to pretend that nothing's wrong here? <sighs> Something like that. But I think we did. How did we push through that? I think we eventually just talked about it. Um, I'm the kind of person who doesn't like prolonging yeah. fights. I like dealing with it. I think if both parties are willing to deal with the problem actively, mm-hmm. then it can be solved right away. So I think that's basically what happened. The problem is Megan is not an active negotiator when it comes to problems. She's so passive. She even runs away. Yeah, I'll run away. Like, so it's uh, so annoying. It's that, the bane my of my existence. <laughs> <laughs> that's my um that's my the the bad the the cons. It's her bad habit. That's my so bad habit. here I am very willing and this is her personality. Not that willing. But she's working on it and it worked out. So I guess a lot of patience for both sides. And just the mental fortitude to say now, okay, once this fight is over, you gotta put it past you. If mm-hmm. you hold a grudge even just a little bit, well it's gonna your ruin trips, it. Your trip's gonna go down south. So we talked about it. We pushed through it, and by the time we got to the Maldives, we were fine. Yeah. Okay. That was, it went through like one flight and one layover that we were fighting. But yeah, we got through it. Yeah, and I guess to wrap it up, how did you feel about that travel episode? I think we could talk about so much more. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's so much, there's so much. Um, So I guess for this episode, we zoomed out and talked about uh, what we've learned from travel uh, over the past eight years that we've been together. And uh, I don't know, if you summarize it, what have you learned? What I've learned from traveling with you is to not be afraid to try new things, um, to learn to explore, because there's so much out there that you could learn and learn to love if only you try it. So that's a good thing that I learned from you and our travels. Is there a bad thing? A bad thing is when you don't, uh, well, there's nothing bad, really. Nothing bad, I would say. Really? Wow. Okay. Um, for me, what I've learned about traveling the past eight years with you is that we should travel even more. <laughs> and I say, I say that because um, every time Megan and I travel, we grow as an individual and we grow as a couple. Yes. Yeah, we learn so much more about ourselves we learn more about the world and what we want to do, what we, what we want to discover. So it's just, it's, I think travel is just a stimulus that you can't get anywhere else. Obviously, that's why it's traveling. 
And I really like how it's affected us. Mm-hmm. And it's dangerous if you come into it with the wrong mindset because yes. it could lead to a lot of arguments. That is the downside. But uh, I think that you and I have entered and traveled with a good uh, a good attitude and mm-hmm. a good perspective in life. And that's really, really helped us grow. And the bad thing with traveling is that your bank account can go bungee jumping really quickly <laughs> well i mean you gotta save of course yeah if you do it irresponsibly if you i do mean it irresponsibly. we have had maybe a couple of trips where we weren't super <sighs> responsible oh my gosh and when you aren't careful yeah skydiving your bank account you guys oh my gosh i remember that trip after that we didn't travel for so long yeah but there you go that is behind relationship goals travel edition i hope you guys enjoyed that if you have more questions just ask away i'm sure there will be edition two of traveling yeah of definitely traveling. definitely so do you have anything else you want to say i think you want to leave them with the hashtags again yeah guys if you have any questions or comments about the episode just put in the hashtag hashtag behind relationship goals and hashtag bones fofo podcast yes so i hope you guys enjoyed our new set i would also like to thank road because they've been sponsoring us in a way yeah they've been so good to us they've been lending us microphones like this one is actually if you're on youtube or facebook and you can see it then this one should have a mic stand but we like holding the mics on the set so this is how we're gonna do it yeah basically our equipment right now is badass and we're so happy because i love having badass equipment i know and of course our laptop yes from power mac center yeah on that note thanks for listening thanks for watching bye guys bye